Let me make sure you know what's happening starting next Sunday. For the month of July, um, instead, of, instead of meeting at 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, we are just going to meet at 10. One service, combined service with both services um, at 10 o'clock. Now, let me tell you why we're doing that. Um, if you've got a note sheet, I want you to take that note sheet. I want you to flip it over and look at the back. Take the note sheet you have, flip that thing over and look at the back. You will see a word. It's the word focus. Let me tell you why we're doing this next week, starting next week, the, first, the next four weeks in July. Um, here's the picture that God gave me this morning while we were worshiping. I love this. How many of you like to throw water balloons? Anybody? Water balloon people? Okay. So um, take a water balloon, right? Fill it full of water and then just like set it down. And how many people is it going to hit? None. And, and listen, here's our church. Think about 2015 for our church. We started the year talking about the helper. We do a series on the Holy Spirit. God begins to fill us with his power, right? And then we just came through a series in Esther talking about being brave. God begins to fill us with courage. He has filled us. We're like that water balloon. And here's what's going to happen in July. One of my favorite memories at youth camp was as a counselor and a youth pastor when I had a balloon launcher. <laughs> Those are fun. And so you put the water balloon in the launcher. You pull back as far as you possibly can. And then you let it go. Man, and it launches that balloon. It goes out, hits whoever you want to hit, takes their head off the whole deal. It's a blast. So July for us, one service. Here's what we're trusting God to do. We're pulling back. We're just pulling back. One service. It's going to be packed, by the way, just so you know, because this morning at 9 was crazy, and just all of us in one room is going to be nuts. But for four weeks, we're pulling back, and we're saying to God, we're listening. Like, where do you want us to aim where do you want us to put our resources? Where do you want us to, to launch and then phew, let go? Because what's going to happen in August and September for us, our church, that's a growing season. And if you know anything about gardening, this is when you start to prune plants. Not because you're mad at the plant, but because you want to make sure that all the resources, all the nutrients are going to the right place for the best flower, the best result. And so for July that's what we're going to do, focus. Now, here's what you can do to get ready. Uh, you already see the thing about sharing the video. I want to talk to you about the second thing on your sheet. You can start this today if you'd like. Um, if you're into texting, you like using your mobile device, you can send a text. You can send the word focus to 72717, and that will automatically get you signed up for um, a month worth of devotions. It'll be delivered to you by text. If you'd rather sign up by email, you can go on our website when you get home. And you can click this, I think it's like the third images are sliding through. And you can click, it'll take you to a, a landing page where you can sign up to receive emails. These are devotions that we're writing as a staff for you to help you um, focus even more about what God wants in your life. We're trusting that as we take a month and we just say, look, God, it's about us hearing your voice. As we listen to you, we know he's going to talk to us collectively, always does. But we're believing he's going to talk to you individually. And so you're going to be back in the launch, you're like, okay, God told me to go there, and then you're going to go. All right, so you can make sure you sign up, um, focus to 72717, and that will allow you to be a part of that. If you don't want to sign up for those devotions, you don't have to. You can still come to church here. We're still going to love you. But what's going to happen is over these four weeks in July, as we start teaching what God's putting on our heart as a staff, these devotions are kind of to help you during the week to be prepared for what's going to take place on Sunday. So you'll kind of be in here on Sunday going, I feel a little bit lost. 
it's all good. You know, you'll catch up. But if you do the devotions, it'll just go hand in hand. It'll help you get the most out of this month in July. All right. So this morning, Eugene is going to give the word. It's fantastic. And you're going to see how what God's put on his heart is just like obviously what our church needs the week before we head into this month of focus. I want you guys to give a big warm welcome to Eugene. Come on, give it up. Mr. Eugene. Thank you, Pastor Paul. How's everybody doing this morning? My name is Eugene. I'm glad to see everybody here this morning, especially those that are visiting with us for the very first time. So excited. But at the same time, it's, it's kind of strange for me. It's kind of strange right now because um, I guess um, I don't, I don't want to say that, you know, I just turned 39, but it's not a midlife crisis. So um, just things is just kind of strange. I'm kind of all over the place right now my thoughts, my emotions, and um, just trying to figure out what's going on, where, where God want me to be at. I don't know if you're in that place. I know I've got a lot of things going on inside our country right now. Um, a lot of things happen, and it's kind of up in an uproar right now. It's a lot of things going on. Um, usually, I'm always prepared with, with a message, but it's like, you know, God's just been laying a lot of things on my heart, a lot of things on my heart. Um, I don't know if you're in that place where God is just dealing with you about a lot of things. Sometimes we may be going through the emotions about, you know, work or, you know, finances or whatever it may be. We just all over the place. And I'm kind of like, you know, you feel like, like, ah, ah, I don't know. You know, just it's just like, ah, I don't know, like where I'm going, what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm going to. Take one step forward, take three steps back, left, right. You know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. So I'm just, uh, let's, let's, let's just pray. And um, I mean, if this is your first time here and you're trying to figure out, you know, like what, you know, this is my first time here. I'm coming to hear the word, but you know, right now it's like, you know, God is trying to do something this morning. Um, he wants us to press in. He wants to want us to get us into his presence and just worship and just praise and just give him glory. But, um, you know, let's, let's figure out what God is want to do right now, this morning. And um, let's just pray. Father God, I, I give you all honor and all glory. I thank you for everything that you're doing. I thank you for blessing us to be in your presence. Father God, you know, we're just trying to figure out what you're trying to do this morning, what you're trying to do in our life, what you're trying to do in our heart. We're dealing with a lot of things in our country. We're dealing with a lot of things with our emotions, our feelings, and, you know, in our mind. We just ask, Father God, that you would just allow the Holy Spirit to have its way, that you would show us your glory, that we would be able to seek you and to press in and to worship you and to give you all honor and all glory and all praise for all things that you're doing. Open up our eyes that we may see. Open up our ears that we may hear. Open up our hearts that we may receive your word. In Jesus' mighty, precious name we pray. We thank you and we love you. And everybody say amen. Amen. Uh, like, like I was saying, I mean, it's just, just, I'm all over the place. You know, I hope this message would just come together. Um, I believe, I believe that, you know, each and every one of us is in a different place, and you will get something out of this. Um, if you would um, jot down a couple of things for me, um, I, ha I have titles. I have titles that, I have a lot of titles, but 
Whatever one that fits you, fits for your situation, go ahead, use it. Go right ahead, take it, and, and allow that to be your motivation. Allow that to um, encourage you and, and to allow God to speak to you with that specific uh, phrase or title, whatever you want to call it. Um, I have um, show me your glory. Um, you've been created for the battle. Um, being unwavering. Um, don't be um, deterred. Be determined. Um, Courageous, courageous. Um, and also, if you would just turn to your Bibles with me, if you have your Bibles, you can turn to these scriptures that I have. And uh, this is going to put some things into perspective for us to be able to hear from the Lord this morning. Amen. Y'all got to speak to me this morning because, you know, I'm just kind of all over the place. So I just hope just I just hope that God would just 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 do what he needs to do in us this morning. You just got to bear with me. Usually I'm on point. I'm on point with my messages. Um, I know what I'm going to say. I know how it's going to work out. I know what's, what God is doing. But right now we, we, we are just, you know, as Pastor Paul was saying, we, we are in, the gathering is in a place where God is going to be pruning us and, and, you know, speaking to us and taking us in a, in a different direction and everything. And I'm just, you know, just allowing the Lord just to lead us. Um, if you would turn to Matthew 11, 12, if you jot these scriptures down, Matthew eleven twelve. 12. Also, uh, Exodus 33, 1 through 18. Exodus 33, 1 through 18. And Psalms 96, 6. Psalms 96, 6. If you would turn to Exodus 33, Exodus 33, 12, Exodus 33, 12, and when you have it, say, uh, Lord, show me your glory. Exodus 33, 12, and it reads, Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me to lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. And if you go to verse 15, verse 15, and it reads, Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with us and unless you go with us, what else would we do? Me and your people from all other people on the face of the earth. And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked. But I am pleased with you and I know you by name. Then Moses said, show me your glory. Say, show me your glory. 
If you would turn to Matthew eleven twelve. Matthew eleven twelve. I promise you, I mean, I hope, you know, all, all of this will come together. All of this will come together. Matthew eleven twelve, And it reads, From the day of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Another version says, you know, from the um, NIV, um, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful, Men lay hold of it. Um, let, me, let me just give you a rundown about uh, Matthew. John the Baptist, basically, I mean, far as, you know, taking hold of the kingdom, it's, it's not about being angry or anything like that or, 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 you know, charging after somebody and just ripping people apart. It's basically saying that, you know, the kingdom of violence suffers violence, and the violent take it by force, meaning you're going hard after whatever God has placed in your heart to do. You, you're, you're really determined. You, you're not wavering. You, you, you're, you're steadfast. You're, you're not moving. You're just focused on God. You're focused on getting into his presence. You're focused on worshiping him, you're, you're, you're not allowing anything to stop you for living the life that Christ wants you to live. Amen? And that's what that basically is about. And, and John the Baptist, he was the type of person that was basically living his life like, uh, you, you, you know the show, um, uh, what's the show? Oh, the survivor, you know, the, the show, the survivor, you know, they out there living in the woods and all of that and, and, you know, eating whatever they can find. But he was eating like locusts and, 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 and honey, what, and grasshoppers and honey. And I don't know about you, but I'm not eating no grasshoppers or nothing. I mean, some other countries, that's cool. But me, I probably just eat the honey and just live off of that. But, you know, um, you know, it might be a delicacy. It might, it might taste good, but I don't know. I haven't tried that, but. Um, he basically lived his life like a rebel, just, just out in the woods, just going after whatever God has placed on his heart to do. And then God raised him up to, to do God's will, which was to, to preach the gospel. And, and he did it by any means necessary. And, 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 and at the end, I'm going to talk about it later on where, you know, you know, Certain things happened to him during that time. And it's like with us. I mean, I know our country is in a state right now. We is confusing, and you're trying to figure all of this stuff out. But it's like in our life, we're trying to figure things out. We're trying to figure out where God wants to take us. What, what do God want us to do? And it's like God has placed certain things in your heart, but then it's like you have all of these mixed emotions. It's like, I don't know. You know, you're feeling all queasy and yeah, what 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 is next? Like, God, I'm you saying this, you saying that, you want to do this, you want to do that, and I want to go here, I want to go there, but I don't know, I'm not sure, you know. But God is just just doing a new thing. It's like God is 
saying, I, I want you to do this, and I want you to press into me, and I want you to seek me. I want you to find me. I want you to praise me. I want you to worship me. And this morning, I think this is what it's all about. It's just about, you know, getting into the presence of the Lord and pressing in and, 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 and worshiping God for who he is in our life. And, and, and not think that, you know, we're in a bad state. It's, it's not that we are in a bad state. It's not that you shouldn't be in that place where you're at. You're right where you need to be. It's just that God is just trying to get us to change. God, God want, want things to change because we can be so consistent in doing what we want to do. But God is saying, you know, things are changing. Things are changing in our country. Not saying that we have to accept everything, but because the word of God is clear, it's clear on some things that we have to stand on, that we should not deter from because that's the word of God. It, it says what it says. But then there are some things that God just wants us to change in and say, stop, you know, stop doing what you're doing and, and come over this way because I'm doing something else. And that, that's kind of how I've been feeling all week. I mean, all week, you know, I've been trying to prepare for my message. I, I know how to prepare for my message, but then, you know, I call Pastor Paul, I'm like, you know, I'm all over the place, man. I don't know what to do, and, you know, I, I, all this week, I, I, I usually look at certain TV shows, but this week, I didn't look at no TV shows that I was interested in, but then there was these weird TV shows, which was quite interesting, because they were talking about getting some young children from other countries to come to the United States and to give them scholarships and to um, try to prepare them for college and try to get them to the NBA. I was just looking at shows like that. That's kind of strange to me because I usually don't look at shows like that. And it's like, you know, I'm in this weird state. But then all week, I've just been worshiping. I've just been praising God. I've just been giving him thanks. And it's like I've just been listening to all of these worship songs, all these praise and praise songs. And it's like, God is doing something new, something different. And, and, and even what's going on in, in our country and in the world and stuff, it's like God is doing something new, regardless of what's going on. That makes sense? I don't know, I guess. So it's, it's like, so even, even with Moses, I'm, and I'm giving you these two people as examples because they did big things for God, but then they was unwavering and determined and not deterred from what they were supposed to be doing. They sought God with all their heart. They went after God with everything they did, everything they had. They chased after God. And, 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 and that's what I want us to do this morning. What Moses, Mo Moses wanted to lead God's people. He wanted to take them somewhere, but he didn't know what. And he wanted God's help. But it's like God was like, I'm not going with you. But then it's like, even our life, we want God to do stuff for us. We want, we want to hear from God. What do what, what he want us to do? And it's like, sometimes we, God is just not there. He's just not there. And it's like, God, I, I need this. Like, when I was preparing, I was like, God, I need to hear a word. I need something. If you don't give me something, People ain't going to have nothing. So you got to give me something. So it's like with Moses, God was trying to tell him, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going with you. You're, not, I'm, you, you, you're on your own. But then God take a step back. 
God takes a step back and say, boom, okay. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you something. I mean, you, you won't be able to handle it, all what I want to give you. It's just like with God. He wants to give us something, but we really ask him for something that we're really not able to handle. But then God takes a step back and say, okay, I'm going to just give you a little bit. So, so, so God just gave him a little bit of what Moses was asking for. He was asking for God's glory. And so, so he, God said, okay, you're going to have to turn your back, though. You're going to have to turn your back, and then I'm going to give you a little bit, uh, just a little bit of my glory. Because if I give you all of it, you're going to die. So he, he gave Moses just a little bit of his glory. Now, if it was me, and God showed me a little bit just the way he did Moses, I'd be like, oh, man, you know what? That, that I, I, can, I can live with that. Matter of fact, just, let, let's just, let me just go home with you right now. You know, pack everything up. I'm ready to go. I don't need to be here with nobody. My family and everybody going to be taken care of because they're going to, you know, take the insurance money, whatever, whatever. But let's go. I'm ready to go because that is awesome. A little bit of God's glory goes a long way. It's, it's wonderful because if I had a little bit of God's, if God showed me a little bit of his glory, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to leave here because I'll be in heaven. I don't have to worry about weight. I don't have to worry about food. I eat all I want. I can gain all, you know, I won't gain no weight. I'll be eating all the food I want. I'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to work out. You know what I'm saying? And plus, I would have street paved with gold. I could just take one of them blocks, put it in my pocket. That would be just enough for me. I'd be rich. I don't know about y'all. Y'all be down here, so I'll be up there, so y'all, y'all be dealing with a whole bunch of stuff. But me, I'll be straight. But, but, that's, but just imagine God shows you a little bit of his glory. That is wonderful. God will show you his glory. Say, show me your glory, Lord. Show me your glory, Lord. I mean, you, 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 have, you, have been, you have been created for a battle, but at the same time, God is going to show you his glory. And this morning, it's about just pressing in. It's just about going after God with all you got. Not being unwavering, just standing firm. Knowing who you are, knowing who God is in your life, being determined, standing on the word of God, trusting the word of God, trusting God that he's going to do something in your life. Not not worrying about, you know, whether it's going to happen or not. It's going to happen. God is going to make it happen. Not being detailed. And this morning, I just, I just want us to worship the Lord this morning. I want us to press in. Whatever God is laying on your heart, whatever place that you're in right now, just, just allow God just to have his way. Allow the Holy Spirit to have his way. Press in. Worship God. Just give him all you got. I mean, just, just give him thanks honor him for who he is, love on God. And, and it's, not about a, it's not about a ritual, like, you know, you get on your knees and you put oil in your head, you know, 
throw water or whatever like that. But it, it, it's about, it's not about a ritual. It's about a relationship. A relationship. God wants to have a relationship with you. You want to have a relationship with God. You want to know more of him. You want to seek him. Seek the Lord and you shall find. And this morning, I, I, just, I just want us just to worship the Lord this morning. Is that all right? Just, just praise God. Just give him thanks. And we're just going to leave it in the hand of, of Phil. And just press in. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Eugene. So um, one of the questions Eugene asks is, well, well, what does God want out of us right now? And, and so I think we can pretty, um, we, we could say there's a few things for certain, but one is uh, right now in a time that where we're in a bit of a turmoil, a lot, lot's going on in our country, trying to deal with a lot of things, a lot of division, a lot of, uh, a lot of things to overcome just in this room full of believers, right? There's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of a difference of opinion. Here, here's what we do know for certain, though. That our God is not a God of division, but he's a God of redemption. And he desires to bring us back close to him. And that's what Eugene's trying to teach us about this morning, and we appreciate that. And he's teaching us about drawing in near to him. And we know that's what God desires for us, okay? And so here's what we want to do this morning. I want to just reference a little passage of Scripture in the book of Romans, chapter 2, where Paul is addressing um, some of the Pharisees, and he, he tells them, because they are so focused right then at that moment on being the judge of people's sins around them and trying to fix people. And that might sound familiar. It might sound a little bit like your life. It might sound a lot like what you've seen around you just in the past couple of weeks. Might sound like your news feed, I don't know. But listen, and Paul reminds them, have you forgotten that it's the kindness of God that drew you to repentance? Have you forgotten that it was the kindness of God that drew you to repentance? He didn't try to fix you first, he forgave you. And then he transformed you. Okay, so that's what we wanna, that's where we are right here this morning. We want to stand and unite in kindness. So how do we respond to our world that's in turmoil? How do we respond to division in kindness and in love? And we, re, we know how to respond that way by reflecting on how Jesus was loving and kind to us. So we're going to sing about that. Will you sing this chorus with me real quick? That talks about the kindness of the Lord. It's your kindness, Lord, leads us to repentance. Your favor, Lord, is our desire. It's your beauty, Lord, that makes us stand in silence. Your love, it's better than life. Open up, open up the skies, mercy rain, rain down the cleansing flood, healing waters rise around us. Hear our cry. 
thank you that you poured out kindness on us and here's our prayer this morning that you would transform us into men and women that go and respond accordingly that go out and we love we love in the context that we're in and that's our workplace that's our neighborhoods that's our families and when we pour out love and kindness you are glorified and people are drawn to the goodness of Jesus. And that's what we pray you would do in us right now. We thank you that we worship you, a God that's not a God of division, but a God of unity. So here's what we want you to do. I want you to stand up with us right now as we kind of wrap things up. And we want to sing to our one God together as one voice because there may be division but Jesus overcomes that every time there is no circumstance no tragedy no legislation no opinion no, no anything in this world that overcomes the fact that Jesus unites by the work that he did on that cross so as one body this morning, despite all of our differences, we want to sing to our one God, okay? Will you sing this with me? We're going to sing to our God. We lift up one voice. We lift up one song, okay? To our God, we lift up one voice. To our God, we lift up one song. To our God, we lift up one voice. Singing hallelujah to our God, we lift up one voice. To our God, we lift up one song. To our God, we lift up one voice. Singing hallelujah, hallelujah. We're singing hallelujah, hallelujah. Can we just take a bit of a, uh, just a bit of margin right here? Just kind of let you, in the presence of the Lord, pray and listen, okay? And here's what we want you to pray. We want you to pray for your county, for your city. That you, united, that God would use you to change it. That he wouldn't use you to fix it. Because he hasn't sent us here to fix people. He sent us here to love people. And we pray right now. That's what I want your prayer to be. Is that God show you how to go out to love this city right now, how to go and love in your workplace and love your communities and how to make real change through the message of Jesus, okay?
make that your prayer this morning. God, how can I go and love and change this world, this city? Let me get you guys to, um, I'm going to ask you to kind of move and come to the front. We're just going to kind of wrap the whole thing up right here at the front. While you're coming, let me, um, let me tell you the picture that's in my head as I, as I hear Eugene preach. Um, and especially, you think about that verse about the kingdom of God is, is taken by force, right? Um, that sounds like such an odd concept because we're supposed to be loving and gracious and, you know, we're not supposed to, like, pow people in the head or whatever. We're not talking about grabbing people by the throat and pulling them in. What that verse is saying is this. Um, let's see. I don't, how many parents do I have here today? You've raised kids. Have you noticed that, like, rooms don't get cleaned by accident? Yeah, so we've noticed that. And if you don't have kids yet, you'll learn that. <laughs> It'll be fun for you. Um, it's, this is a verse about it being intentional, right? Like, and when I hear that verse, I hear, I see digging your heels in. Like, this is where I make my stand. This is how the kingdom of God grows. And it's about being intentional, deliberate, determined. That's what we need now, isn't it? That's what our church needs. That's what our country needs. And we need to be intentional. We need to dig our heels and say, God, this is where we make our stand. And so I want to pray for you this morning um, that this is what God does in your life, that you are intentional. Uh, and we're going to sing that song again. And then, and then we're going to kind of close. I want to give you a chance. Um, I love when. I love when somebody comes up to me and says, I really feel like I need to share something. And I turn to them and say, I was getting ready to come talk to you, and we don't even know each other. I love when that happens. That's so awesome. And so we've got somebody here who's going to share just a quick testimony. And then we want to spend a little bit of time praying. Is that cool with you guys? Just praying for one another. Um, praying for you specifically. Specifically this morning, I feel like, um, man, that water balloon analogy, that's just for you guys. We didn't share that in the 9 o'clock service. That's you guys. Um, what is God? Some of you in here, I think, are being called into that kind of a mission lifestyle. And I want to give, we've got three world racers here. We never get to have that. I think you guys carried that in with you today, that like, I'm all in. I want to shoot, God, shoot me where you want me to go. I want to give you all the chance to kind of pray for people specifically. So let me pray for you first, okay? And then uh, just about this all in, digging your heels in. We're going to hear a testimony, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. And if you have to go, that's cool. But if you want prayer specifically, that in this month of July, God would focus you about where you're supposed to kind of let him shoot your life, launch you to a ministry, a location, whatever it is. I want you to stay so that um, these three can lay their hands on you and pray for you. Is that cool? Make sense? All right. So let's pray first. Father, right now, we just offer ourselves to you. We offer ourselves to you, God. Our, our country is, is, is doing what a country does when it doesn't follow you. And we're not going to be a church that panics over that. Come on, man. People that don't love Jesus never make good choices about Jesus. But we know you. We know your goodness. We know your kingdom. And so this morning, God, as, as we kind of hear this word through, through Eugene, man, you're calling us to, to press into you, to dig our heels in a little deeper, and to say, I am planted and rooted in a kingdom that will not be shaken. This is our hope, God. And that's a, that's a song, man, with one voice that we can raise. And when we, we live like that, we carry something different into the world. And I just pray right now for those that are here this morning that even while I'm praying, man, on the insides, they're just like, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. I just pray that your spirit would just, man, drive that word deep into their soul. Thank you, God, for this message. 
Thank you for the fact that, man, just a little bit of your glory goes a long way. What a great word that was, God. And we are hungry, God, for more of you. We trust you, Lord. We trust you, God. Well, come give that. Come on, give that testimony. And we're going to pray specifically. Okay. Hey, I'm Carrie. Um, one of the racers. So, like, yeah, this morning God was just putting the country of Laos on my heart, and it's in Southeast Asia, and it's a country that we went to on the race about nine months in? Month nine? Month eight. Month nine. Month nine. And so, um, kind of what church looks like there was about a fourth the size of this room, maybe, maybe a third, and it was once a month, and all the Christians from Laos would come gather at this church service and just worship God in this little bakery. Um, it's a closed country, and it's illegal to do anything, um, to even have a gathering of more than eight people without government consent. And so just like having a church service once a week, people are so like hungry for that time with each other because fellowship among believers hardly exists there. They're spread out. And they're all over the country, and those missionaries, you can't even identify them as missionaries unless you knew, you know, you knew God yourself and you know, like, what they look like. But um, I was just thinking about that and how, like, our hearts, like, God made us hunger for intimacy, and he made us hunger for, like, intimacy with other believers. And that's what you guys have here. That's what we have being part of a church. Um, and so, like, we're talking here about pressing in and, like, I feel like that's a huge part of what that means is like press into one another like this is your community these are your people like these are people who like can go out and make disciples and like this is where we come to like get empowered and in places like Lyle they have that once a month and they are just desperate for it and they're hungry for it and when they get it it's like so filling um so what if we came to church with that same expectation like every week um, like, yeah, I'm going to be filled by the other believers, and I'm going to go back out, and um, there will be people against me on every side, but, like, I'm going in the name of Jesus. Um, and kind of, like, what pushed me over the edge to share this also was the water balloon thing being brought up. Um, because when we were in Laos, they celebrated the Lao New Year. And so during that time, they celebrate how they wash the temple gods every year. They take all the, the idols out of the temples, and they wash them with water. And so to celebrate that, they throw water on each other, too. And so there's, like, water balloons going everywhere all the time. You can be driving a motorcycle down the road, and people are going to throw water on you. And, like, it's just crazy. But they have fun with it. And so kind of, like, my month in Laos looked like sharing the gospel through nothing but relationship. Like, we weren't allowed to talk about it. And that was, like, the first time in my life that I was, like, what? Like, I can't, like, defy the government and just go up and be, like, no, like, let me pray for you, like. It didn't work like that. We had to like love them through relationship. And so I was working on a pig farm and I was bathing pigs every day and I was throwing water balloons at the Laos staff every day. But like through that, like through that freedom and through that joy, I realized that like it was only through intimacy with the Lord that like they would get to see Jesus. Um, and so then my time with the Lord became my biggest treasure because it was like when I'm intimate with the Lord and then I go out and throw a water balloon at them, like they see Jesus in me. And even though that seems like ridiculous and far-fetched, like it's true. And that's the only way that we could show them the gospel. Um, 
And so, yeah, I guess I just want to, like, encourage you guys that, like, we talk about closed countries and what church looks like there, but to really think about, like, the treasure that this church is and to realize that, like, intimacy with the Father on a day-to-day basis is, like, the most valuable thing you have to offer the body of Christ. You're bigger than me, so yes. That's always the key, isn't it? Be, be bigger than the pastor. I wanted to say, Eugene, um, I completely understand where you're coming from today. It might have felt like you were all over the place with that, but it resonated with me. This week, you know, I don't have to go over the news to tell you what's pressing our country. And I felt like my mind was going in so many directions this week. I was struggling with anger. I was struggling with frustration. I was struggling with all these different things. But then I got to thinking, Jesus came to love us. And I wanted nothing more just to get upset and, and to lash out in a sense. But nobody learns Christ's love through anger. Nobody learns the compassion of Christ through aggression. And, and thank God, and another thing you said, you know, when, when the path isn't necessarily clear, Grace goes a long way. You know, when I've walked a straight path, I've got complacent in my faith. When the path seemed like it was just straight in the line, I walked away from God. But when the path is just absolutely going in every different direction, I have no choice but to cling to my faith, to cling to God and say, Heavenly Father, thank you for the path that I don't know where I'm going because I put my faith in you. My faith is in your hands. My life is in your hands. So Eugene, thank you so much for your words today, brother. They really blessed me. They touched me. And thank God for the Holy Spirit and what he's working in your life. Continue to do this, man. Thank you very much. Thank you, Paul. That's fantastic. I, I love that. I love that. Because when you're going all over, you have to press in. You've got to press in. Um, before we pray, because I want you guys to pray, okay? Um, let me give you this. When you head out of here. Um, just something practical, all right? Not trying to answer all the questions, but just recognizing where our culture is. Um, I posted on our, on our Facebook page last night um, three really important links. The first one's something I wrote. It's not as important, but it's a good, it's a good starter for the conversation that you're going to have. It goes a lot along with what you just said, just about grace and loving people. Um, the other two, one is from George Wood. He's the, he's the superintendent of, of our denomination. We're somebody's a guy. We don't talk about that a lot. We're not embarrassed of it. We just, you know, we are just who we are. But um, he wrote a, just a, a statement about kind of where our country is, some of the rulings that are going on. Um, and it's really, really good. He's got a, such a servant's heart for loving people and being um, willing to proclaim the gospel and not be afraid of that. It's a really good article. And then the third one is just a collective statement from a bunch of people whose names you may or may not recognize, but people that I know like J.D. Greer and Matt Chandler and um, David Platt and just on and on, like men of God that I just really respect what they have to say. It's just kind of a, a statement from them saying like, here's how do we live now, right? Like, I think we all kind of know what we believe. We know what the Bible says, but then how do we live that in front of people? And these links just kind of address that. So when you get back home, um, it's facebook.com slash the gathering now. That's just for you to use and um, you to walk out of here. And we want you to be equipped. What we've learned is this. We studied Esther, right? 
We studied through the book of Esther, and when all this stuff went down last week, the first thing I thought was, huh, we're living Esther. Like, we're living that out. And I don't know about you, I know a lot of pastors are going to be like preaching doom and gloom today, but I think this is a fantastic time to be a follower of Jesus. I think it's the best time to be following Jesus because darkness, the darker it gets, just gives a greater contrast to the light that we carry. And so this is a time when we stand out. We don't have to be afraid. We just, we just be. And people go, there's something different about you. And it's just the light of Christ in us. This is the perfect time to carry the gospel message. Don't be afraid of that. And so um, I just want to close this morning. Can I give you guys a chance to head out if you want to head out? You know, drop your offering in, go to lunch, whatever. That's cool. But if you want specific prayer, I mean, specifically, I think y'all are supposed to lay hands on people that feel called to go. Okay? And it might be years from now before you go. But if you just feel this call, like even if it's... Um, I know I'm going to stay in Albemarle. I know I'm going to have the same job, but God's just really twisting the way I see it. Like, I'm supposed to be a missionary at my job. You need to let these guys lay their hands on you and pray for you. Is that cool? So as we're heading out this morning, if you want prayer, I'm just going to ask you to come over here. Um, Y'all cool with that, right? I already asked you once, so I'm just making sure. Um, Welcome to our church. Pray for us, right? I love that. Um, And it's just because they're kind of carrying that. That's kind of what they're carrying, and I love that. So if you want prayer for that, head over this way. Um, and, and if you're kind of done, that's cool too. I'll just kind of generally close this in prayer. And then when I say amen, you can head out of here. God, thanks so much for today. Thank you for um, the message this morning, God. Um, I tell you what, I, I sat and listened to Eugene talk. And I kept thinking about one of our core values. We value ministry training. We love it. We are creating a culture where we do not have to be afraid to fail. Because that's probably where you want us to be. And so I thank you for a man of God who studied, who prayed, who listened, and who was willing to get up here on the platform and kind of work it out in front of us because he knew that you'd given him a word. And like I told him in the back, I'm a man, so I don't really get this, but it's kind of like giving birth. You kind of got to work that thing out. And so this morning, I just thank you for a man who was willing to take a risk and work this out in front of us. Thank you for the many confirmations that we've already heard this morning of how you spoke to us, God. And I just, I could be more thrilled about how you're preparing our church for July. I'm so pumped about this month where we just kind of bring things, um, just scale them down and just kind of drop on our knees and put our ear to the ground and listen for your heart. I'm so excited about what you're going to do in our church, God, and through our church. You're just going to launch us out, God to a city of 16,000 and seven people that need Jesus. Launch us, God, wherever you'd have us to go. In your name we pray, Lord. Amen.